If you have your Bibles, I encourage you to ask God those same things and also join me in 2 Corinthians chapter 12. We see the Apostle Paul, a person who isn't perfect, serving God the same way that you and I are. I don't know about you, but I'm not perfect. Well, oftentimes when I look in the mirror, boy, we're really good at pointing out all the defects or things that we think is wrong. Ladies, can I tell you this? One thing that us guys, we hate to hear whenever you look in the mirror and we're on our way out the door. You say those lovely words, I hate my hair. It's like, well, we might as well just <coughs> not be going anywhere tonight. It's going to be a long Time of preparation. We see here the Apostle Paul. To his credit, he is obeying the Lord. He is not only writing down the good, he is writing around the things that are painful to him. We see here in a little bit him talk about the thorns of the flesh. It's one thing for you to be battling something, but it's a total different thing when everybody knows that you're battling something. Everybody knows your weakness. Everybody knows your stumbling block. Yet we thank the Lord that he has allowed these things to be written. Join me in chapter 2 <clears throat> Corinthians verse 12 and verse 7. And it says, At least I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelation. There was given to me a thorn in the flesh, this <clears throat> messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. For this thing I besought thee, the Lord, thrice that it may depart from me. This is Apostle Paul. He talks about having a thorn in the flesh. Some people believe this thorn in the flesh is oftentimes when he would get up to preach, he would start having seizures and his body would react in a way where he couldn't control himself. And boy, people would laugh and mock and ridicule him but he still had a message on his mind and he wanted to be like you and I. He wanted to be kind of above reproach when it comes to delivering God's message very clearly to where everyone could understand but this thorn in the flesh. Boy, was kind of getting the best of him. Some people believe maybe it wasn't seizures. Maybe it was his eyesight. Oh, we know from Scripture that he definitely had problems with his eyesight. Maybe his eyesight was weaning, or maybe sometimes it was fine, and then other times it wasn't. It would kind of be like those stories that I hear of people when they first get their bifold on, and all of a sudden, boy, they look up, and someone's super close, and then they look down a little bit further down, and now they're far away, and boy, they have to get used to what they've, the tool and what they have. Some people believe that it was just something simple as 
fevers and stuff that he would get that would affect his thoughts and his mind. Whatever it was, we know that he was human just like we were. He was having problems. He was having situations that he could not control. Now all of a sudden in verse 9 it says, And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Oh, before he talked to the Lord, and the Lord said that, we go to verse 8 and he says, For these things I besought thee, Lord, thrice. What happened? He went to the Lord and said, Lord God, I, I have a problem. Oh, Heavenly Father, may you please heal me. May you please touch me. May you please do something. But it's also not my will, it's thy will. And the Lord allowed him to keep it. Well, I imagine he probably went back and he said, Lord, I'm not sure if I got my point across, but Lord, this really, really hurts. And the Lord said, I know it does, but it's exactly what you need. Boy, he went to the Lord a third time and he said, Lord, please, if you can just remove this cup from me. But still the Lord saw fit to allow him to have this particular thing that besets him. Boy, it kind of reminds us of some of us tonight. We beg God for good health. We beg God to prevail. We beg God to take away the cancer. We beg God to be the great physician that the Bible says that he is. We beg God to work miracles like he has in the past. Oh, sometimes people say, boy, they wonder if God hears their prayers. Don't ever doubt God. If he says he will never leave us nor forsake us, he meant he will never leave us nor forsake us. He will always be there. But it's not our timing. It's his timing. According to his will. Oh, if I could title this message, it would be this. His grace is all we need. Amen. Or it could be titled, he's bigger than we thought he was. Oftentimes we try to put God inside our human mindset. Oh, if I was God, I would do this. If I was God, I would do that. Can I tell you, none of us would probably be alive if that would be the case. There'd be people zapping people after people, zapping people after people, zapping people. There would just be black holes everywhere where there once stood so-and-so because somebody would get a big head and decide to take matters into their own hands. But yet we see a man just like you and me searching for God to move again. And then all of a sudden, we join him in verse 10. It says, Therefore, I have taken pleasure in my infirmities and reproaches and the necessary and, <clears throat> and precautions and discretions for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. He said, oh my, 
It's beginning to click what's happening. Oh my, it's beginning, I'm just beginning to realize what the Lord is doing. Oh, the Lord know that I would get the big head syndrome. Oh, if everything was going right, everything was going fine. Oh, I would get a little proud of myself. Oh, I would get a little big. But all of a sudden, the Lord gave me this thorn in the flesh to keep me close to him. Oh, he gave me this to help me grow just a little bit more in him. Oh, to have faith in him. Oh, he did this so he could be lifted up. Oh, he did this to maybe where he can get just a little bit more of the glory. Oh, he did this because he's bigger than our thoughts. Oh, can I tell you this tonight? If I could describe and tell you everything about the Lord and do it justice, he wouldn't be the Lord, would he? He would be just like you and like me. I can't tell you why God sometimes gives someone a physician that tells them bad news. That is cancer. And that the chemo is going to be vicious. And that they're going to suffer. And that the church is going to pray and pray and pray for God to prevail. But we don't know if he will or not. Oh, I can't tell you why sometimes as God's people, boy, we have sickness and we have heartaches and we have burdens that hurt. We have things that have been done to us that are unjust. Things that have been done to us that are pure evil. Why doesn't God just take care of them immediately? Why doesn't God just be God and do it the way that we think? that he should do it. Oh, can I tell you today, I thank the Lord that he's bigger than what we think he is. And tonight, I just want to talk to you about this thorn in the flesh and how he applied it and how if we apply it, it could change our thinking as Christians when good times come and when bad times come. Because we know he's still on the throne. But it's nothing like being reminded daily that he still walks with us and talks with us and loves us as his own. Heavenly Father, we sure do thank you. Lord God, we thank you for such a time as this. The Bible's open. Holy Spirit, we, ha we ask that you have your will and way. Oh, Heavenly Father, may this preacher remove himself. Lord God, please make me a vessel. Oh, Holy Spirit, I yield myself to you. You have all of me. You have the good, the bad, the ugly, the tall, the short. Oh, whatever it is that you need. Oh, Heavenly Father, please use me. Oh, Everyone within the sound of my voice, Lord God, please. Oh, Holy Spirit, please give them the power to listen. Give them the power to apply. Oh, Lord God, I'm not a great preacher, but Lord God, you are. Oh, we ask that you just please us do a mighty work today. We give you honor and praise. In your blessed son's name we pray. Amen. Amen. I believe tonight that what we read here with a thorn in the flesh, we all have something that easily besets us. Oh, whether it's sin, whether it's looks, whether it's we are just our greatest enemy. No one has to tell you anything bad about yourself because you already know and have already given yourself a hard time. 
oh, whatever it is, can I tell you this? What the Apostle Paul is going to, it probably could be applied to probably 95% of us tonight. Oh, there's something that we wish that God would do. Many times in life, we're given things that we don't like. It makes us uncomfortable. Many times in life, we are given things that is unjoyable by the Lord, or at least it seems so at first. Why in the world would so-and-so say that about me? They're my friend. Oh, we've been through many battles together. Why would they echo those words? Why would they leave the church? Why would they, being my uncle uh, to my kids, why would they just give up on the family? Why would they just give up on God? Why would they do these things? We're pretty good at when things line up to be the way that we want them to be. We're pretty good at saying, thank you, Lord. But we're not very good at saying, Thank you, Lord, when they don't line up the way that we deem they should be. The Bible says, <clears throat> if you turn with me really quick, in Philippians chapter 4. As you turn, I will begin reading. It says, be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. What? By prayer and supplication, with what? Hold on, be careful of nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made unto God. In everything, give thanks. Oh, we don't say thank you to the Lord. And I wouldn't expect anybody to say thank you to the Lord sometimes when the battle's coming. Oh, when someone just found out that they just lost their baby or their baby is about to be taken away from them. Oh, we'd be crazy for someone to stand up and just praise the Lord during that time. But all of a sudden, years later, they didn't understand. They just kept walking by faith. They just kept trusting God. And then all of a sudden, they found themselves helping one family after another family, after another family, after another family. Boy, go through that same heartache, but this time they have someone who's been there and said, I've been where you've been. I feel your heartache. My heart breaks the way that you did. Oh, I had a son too. Oh, and they, your hearts become met and they realize that God's in control because of your testimony. And then all of a sudden you realize why God did that. But how many times has God moved in your life like that? And how many times looking back have you said, Lord, you're bigger than what I thought. And Lord God, I just want to say thank you. Lord God, that was a thorn in the flesh. I didn't understand why. I had that. Lord God, I didn't understand why I was doing that. Lord God, the tears were flowing. I was hurting. But Lord God, you are not governed to our timeline. Lord God, you see it all. Lord God, you know one day I'd be able to help someone that I wouldn't necessarily be able to help before. But Lord God, you just gave me this little hiccup 
so I can reach more and more people. Oh, if I could explain it like this. Oh, if this was a timeline in their life. And by the way, Pastor, boy, if that was my head, I am finally glad that I grew into it. <laughs> that boy's head is bigger than his chest. <laughs> if this was a timeline of life, and all of a sudden we said, hey, OCA, hey, Central Baptist Church, you're right here. You're going to go through some rough times. Oh, it's going to be dark here and there. But all of a sudden, because of this, if you remain faithful, if you keep thanking God, if you keep praising God, other people are going to see it. Other people are going to hear of your testimony. Other people are going to hear how God has moved through you. And then all of a sudden, all these people are going to be reached. You would say, whoa, sign us up. I mean, let us know when that bad time is going to be here. <coughs> I don't feel good. But we would say, sign us up. But if we were to do that, it wouldn't be faith. Would it? it would be of works. God is saying, I'm giving you this thorn in the flesh for a reason. Just trust me. Just trust me. But Lord, it hurts. I know it does. I've been there with you when you've been hurting and you've been crying and you've been going through all the tears. But I'm telling you, it's worth it on the other side. See, we always equate God's goodness with our goodness. Oh, it seems like we're trying to play God even in our mind. Oh, Lord God, you're good when you do this. Oh, Lord God, you're good when you do that. Can I tell you this? Oh, that saying the way it says he's good all the time. The reason why we say it is because he's good all the time. He's faithful all the time because he is faithful all the time. So one must decide. Oh, is God God through the good times and through the bad times? Absolutely. So we have to decide what our definition of a blessing is. Oh, I'm not asking you to thank God for when you lose your job. But all of a sudden, maybe a few months later, God has now provided you with a better job. A job that just recently came available and you never ever would have known about it unless God allowed this to happen to get you to this position. But in between there, boy, you got together as a family and you begin to pray a little bit more. Maybe that was the first time as a family you got together and boy, as a family, you called upon the Lord. As a family, you begged God. As a family, you decided to fast and do something. And all of a sudden, because you're being faithful and now God has this job lined up for you. Let us make sure that we look back and we say thank you, Lord, for those times. Lord God, thank you when we didn't understand. Lord God, thank you that you were bigger than what we thought. Oh, it's amazing when I try to describe our Lord and Savior to everybody. He's the beginning and the end. Blow your mind. What does that even mean? I don't know. That's why he's God. Oh, can I tell you this? Not only is he bigger than we thought, but oftentimes we don't recognize 
a blessing when it is given to us and we receive it. Oh, did you really know how big salvation was when you first received it? Oh, did you really know that not only did God save you, but you never ever have to go to that place called hell? Once saved, always saved. You never have to worry about it. There would never have to be any doubts anymore. You won't have to worry yourself sick if you sin again, that you're going to go to that awful place called hell. Nope. Why? Because we are sealed, baby. We have nothing to worry about. Not only that, boy, we're guaranteed a reunion. Boy, when we see our friends and loved ones who believe the same way that we believe, hey, it's not, oh, goodbye, it's not, I'm never going to see you again, it's see you later, until next time. And we see each other singing glory, glory, hallelujah. Amen. Oh, we don't even recognize sometimes when God gives us things, he just wants us to trust him. Can I tell you, some of you that are sick and you go through things on a daily basis, God must think really highly of you. Because our Bible says that he will not give anything, any burden to you that you can't handle. Also, he must think pretty highly of you for him to give you that burden, that trial, that tribulation, that things that slows you down in your race. But oftentimes, we don't remember all the good things in life. Oftentimes, we just remember the bad things in life. One of the reasons why for that, hopefully in most of our lives, we learn more from the bad things than we do the good things. See, the reason why we have the Bible and we can celebrate and we can rejoice is because one day our God came down in the human flesh and he died and it was horrible. And he did that for you and for me and now it is a good thing. I would say when he was on the cross that was a pretty big thorn in his flesh. But yet it's not his, not our way, it's his way. And sometimes he gives us gifts, sometimes he gives us things that makes us uncomfortable, but we still have to just trust him by faith and not only trust him, sometimes it's good for us even to look back at how far we've come. When's the last time you just said thank you? Lord God, I just want to thank you for how far you've brought me so far. Lord God, I, I limp a little bit, but Lord God, I'm still moving in the right direction. Lord God, I'm still fighting. Lord God, I may not be able to throw that right hook like I used to throw that right hook, but Lord God, that uppercut is still working. Oh, Heavenly Father, please just help me to still be faithful. Oh, tonight... I can't tell you why you go through some of the things that you go to. Oh, I can't tell you why sometimes we do learn from the bad times. But I can tell you in this boy's life, I am very thankful 
when we had the spaghetti, but we didn't have any meat. And mom and dad were just trying to put something on the table because all of a sudden when we did have spaghetti and it did have meat, boy, we were really able to praise the Lord. Why? Because we were faithful during the times when we didn't understand. Oh, during the times where we had those thorns and fights. Can I tell you this? That's the reason why some of you like the tomato sandwich where it's just two pieces of bread, tomato, and mayonnaise. And some of you are just nasty when you put bananas and everything else in it. That's just not, that's the devil. <laughs> but can I tell you this? I'm thankful for my trials because it leads me to Jesus' feet. I'm thankful for the burdens because it leads me to his mercy seat. I'm thankful for the tears because it draws me to his face. I'm thankful for the storm because it shows me his blessed grace. Oh, I'm thankful for the midnights because it allows me to hold his hands as well as I'm thankful for the enemy who taught me how to love. Oh, can I tell you this? There's nothing like being hurt by someone to remind you never ever to hurt someone else like the way that you were hurt. Oh, the reason why we have a bus ministry is because maybe there was one day where we needed a ride and we know that we couldn't get there and we wonder how people feel when they try to get to church but they don't have a ride so we provide a way for them to come to Jesus. Oh, while they're coming to Jesus, boy, maybe there was a time when we just wanted to hear somebody say, I love you. We just wanted somebody to show outward affection. And now all of a sudden we got a bus that runs throughout the community just telling people the best thing that they could ever hear, that Jesus saves, that Jesus is alive, that Jesus loves them, and that there is a reason for the season all year round. There is hope. Oh, I don't know about you, but when you look back at what Jesus is doing, you just have to simply raise your hands and say, Lord God, I thank you. Lord God, I thank you for being bigger than me. Lord God, I thank you for the hard times. Now I can say that. Oh, during those times, I was a little rough there, Lord God, but I'm also thankful for being faithful the same way you were faithful to me when you're on the cross. Lord God, I'm thankful for being faithful the same way that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego was faithful. Lord God, I'm thankful for being faithful just like those great men of the past. Lord God, I'm thankful for the slander because it makes me focus on thee. Lord God, I'm thankful for the battles because it drives me to my knees. Lord God, I just want to say thank you because your thoughts are bigger than thee. Amen. Lord God, I just want to say thank you. Oh, Lord God, I want to say thank you that when I come across a lady or a man who is a part of a single home. Boy, I know the trials and the struggles that they go through. Lord God, I want to say thank you because now I can put myself in their shoes and I can try to help them where maybe there's been a time where I wouldn't have necessarily even paid any attention to them. But Lord God, but because what you allow me to go through, I'm able to lock in on them. I'm able maybe to help them in a way that someone else wasn't helped, wouldn't be helped. Oh, the Lord God doesn't make mistakes. 
The Lord God doesn't, uh, maybe so. The Lord God is in charge. The Lord God knows exactly what he's doing. Oh, faithful is he. Oh, I used to wonder when I was younger. Oh, we would sing all those songs and all of a sudden we would sing glory I'm saved or victory in Jesus or in the garden or one of those old songs and we begin to sing. And then all of a sudden, boy, I would look around and you'd see some of the people, boy, who had burdens and who had trials and had problems and how the tears would begin to flow. Oh, maybe some of them, they just got victory. And boy, all of a sudden, boy, the hands would shoot up. And boy, they would just praise God. And they were thinking nobody else was praising God. Oh, sometimes it would even be a sad song. Boy, the tears would be flowing and the hands would be up. Oh, I know we're in the South. All of a sudden, the ladies would have their hankies. Boy, they would just be waving it back and forth. Why? I don't care who cares. I don't care who sees. I just want to give my Lord praise because I know what he's done for me. Oh, Lord God. I just want to say thank you. Wouldn't it be a great thing? Remember when you were down and out and you, you were trotted? I know it was me. I was the age of four. I told people I sinned more after I got saved than before. Normally I tell people that. But I thank the Lord for that time. Let me ask you this. Remember when you were poor and you didn't have anything going on? When you wish that anybody would give you anything. Now all of a sudden you have a little bit of money and you forgot where you came from. Maybe now that's the reason why you look for others to help. Lord God, is there anybody? Lord God, is there anybody tonight that I can help? Lord God, is there anybody? I know one church, the pastor never told me the individual because he wasn't the individual who wanted to get credit. But they said every... Boy, night after the church service, they had a $100 bill, and he would just pray, Lord God, who needs it? 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 Lord God, he needs it, and he would just pray, and he'd pray. he said, why? Because the Lord God has allowed me to have this, and I remember when I was poor, and I just want to be a blessing to someone else. I just want to lift someone else up. I just want to help someone else keep fighting for God. I want to help someone else be faithful. I just simply want to say thank you, Lord. You bless me, I want to bless somebody else. Can I tell you that's what the Christian life is all about? We all have thorns in our flesh. We all have stuff that we wish God would just take away. I don't know about you, but there's problems that I wish God would just take away. Oh, I tell people all the time I pray for a Lamborghini. (laughs) Jokingly. One time I did... And all of a sudden, the church in Montana told me to close my eyes, and they presented me with something, and it was an orange Lamborghini. Only problem is it was this small. (laughs) I said, well, I guess I can say that God answers prayer. I think next time I need to be a little bit more specific (laughs) on how he does. But I thank the Lord that he's bigger than you and me. Oh, I know a precious friend of mine lost a baby, and me and the pastor went to go see her. And when we went to go see her, you can only imagine <clears throat> how it is. I mean, it's, it, it's, it literally happened the, the night before when she lost the baby. Well, we went in there the next morning, and we just tried to love on her. And when we went there, 
She immediately saw us and began to sob. Boy, my heart broke. Boy, I'm like a giant teddy bear. Boy, my heart broke, boy, the, the tears began to flow. You know, we're supposed to be man. Like, <laughs> boy, I was like, <clears throat> ooh, <laughs> Boy, not only that, boy, I remember seeing her. I remember seeing her with a blanket that the baby used to be in. And all of a sudden, the words that came out of my mouth were, her, her mouth were a little surprising to me. She said, Pastor. She said, Pastor, all this time I prayed for God to heal my baby. I prayed for God to keep him away from bad people. I prayed for God that he never feels pain. I prayed for God that he would just nourish and help me be the mom that I need to be for him. Then a smile came upon her face. She said, little did I know that God decided to answer my prayers personally. She said, my baby's sitting beside God. Today, he's bouncing. The baby, mama's coming. Just give her a little bit of time. And she said, one day I know there's going to be a great reunion. She's not going to be messed up by mom or any of mom's decisions when it comes to being a disciplinarian. She's like, I know that my baby's going to be okay. That was a pretty big thorn in her side. But uh, because of that, now when I talk to her, she's able, her and her husband are able to reach 26 families that have been going through the exact same thing. Why? She had a thorn. Lord God, I'm just going to trust you. Lord God, I'm going to say thank you even through the tears. Lord God, I'm going to say thank you for, for heaven. I don't know about you. I haven't seen heaven. I've heard stories about heaven. Oh, you ask me if it's real. Absolutely, it's real. One day I'm going to be there. But until then, I'm going to keep trusting him by faith. Amen. Oh, Lord God, I say thank you for the hunger. Because it helps me even when I see people on the side of the road and they're holding up a sign. That thought just has to enter my mind. Are they really hungry? The problem is it's the bad people who aren't hungry that hold up that sign to give those other people a bad name. There's one guy, he was holding up a sign. He had better clothes on than I had on. Oh, I thank God sometimes for times that I don't understand him because that lets me know that he's still in charge, that he's still moving, and he's still greater than I am. Sometimes I just say, Lord God, I thank you. Lord God, I thank you that I can lean on you. Lord God, I am reminded of when I was afraid and Lord God, how it drives me to get out of bed even when I don't want to and go soul winning and talk to someone else and tell them the greatest news that they can hear. Amen. And Lord God, how much it does excite me even more when those days that I don't want to get out and I do and someone said, I've been praying for someone like you to come by for a long time. And boy... That thorn in the flesh of getting out of that bed, 
I don't know about you, but if there's any time in the world where your mind goes crazy, boy, that time when you go to get out of bed, your, your mind tells you, oh, it's not 7 o'clock. Oh, it's not 6 o'clock. Oh, it's not 5 in the morning. Hey, I tell you what, it's 3 in the morning. Hey, it's Sunday. Hey, you can sleep in. Hey, whatever it is, our bodies go bazonk when that alarm goes off. But I thank the Lord for the time that I had holy pants. Oh, I thank the Lord when my mom would pull me aside and almost chew me out because those were my church-going pants and I was a boy, not like that, but I was a boy. And then all of a sudden I had a big hole in my hands and the only thing my mom could do is put a patch on it. Then all of a sudden the patches became popular and I, I was somebody. Only problem is I was somebody with high, high heel pants on, just walking around. Oh, I thank the Lord for those times where I can just praise him. Oh, can I tell you this? Getting ready to wrap it up. Boy, I thank God for the health. Well, I do thank God for food. I thank God for church. I thank God for the wages. I thank God for friends and peace and love and mercy and cars and sunshine in America and patriotism. I thank him for clothes. I thank him for America. I thank him for America. I thank him for America. I thank him for heaven. I thank him for freedom. I thank him for faith. I thank him for being who he is. I thank him for the rain. I thank him for the flowers. I thank him for his love. I thank him for his mercy. I thank him for his patience. I thank him for his grace. I thank you for my family. I thank him for a wonderful thing called AC. I don't know if you ever heard of it, but it's wonderful here in Florida. But I thank him for that. I thank him for the doctors. I thank him for medicine. I thank him for music. I thank him for the flag. I thank him for my health. I thank him for all these different things. But I also say thank you after the burdens. I say thank you after the trials and the pain. I say thank you after the sorrows. I say thank you after the tears. Oh, and I walk by faith and he allowed me just to see a little bit of what he sees. And that he had a plan the whole time. Oh, I thank him. I thank him for the sadness. Because it makes me not want to have anybody else be sad. It makes me want to bring a smile to everybody's face that I come in contact with. Why? Because sadness stinks. Sadness makes us selfish. I've never seen somebody who was sad who was unselfish. Sadness. I thank him for the enemies. I thank him for the haters. Because they wouldn't be hating you unless you were doing something better than they were. I thank him for the battles. I thank him for the cloud. I thank him for darkness. I thank him for midnight. I just simply thank, just say thank you for everything. And I thank him for being bigger than me. Yeah. Tonight, God's allowed us to serve him despite who we are despite who we was. Tonight, 
wouldn't it be a great thing to reflect on our life and just simply say thank you? Maybe tonight on the way home, we just need to have some people who just have a old-fashioned Holy Ghost throwing fit. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. Lord God, thank you for when that rough time did come and I didn't understand. Thank you for a church, boy, that kept me together, that kept my family together. And Lord God, now we're on the other side and we can rejoice and we can simply say thank you. Oh, I don't know about you, but it's nothing like doing something. And even though you don't expect it, someone's simply saying, hey, thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Boy, it just does something to your soul. Even though you're not expecting it, even though you don't want it, there's nothing like being appreciated. If we are made in his image, I wonder how he takes it. When we simply just say, thank you. Philippians commands us to. Thank you. Why? It shows us who we are. It shows us who he is. And it reminds us he's still in charge. Amen. He's still working. Let us be faithful in this task. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Lord God, we thank you for a message. Lord God, we all have thorns in the flesh. We all have things that trouble us. Oh, Heavenly Father, you've been good. You've been not only good, you've been great. Lord God, you've applied grace and mercy even when we didn't even deserve it. Lord God, you taught us how to love <clears throat> by allowing other people to hate on us. Lord God, you taught us love because you showed us the true love, which is you. Oh, Heavenly Father, whether we're going through it now or we've been through it or it seems like we're about to go through it, Lord God, we just simply want to say thank you today. Thank you for the thorn because it keeps us close, but we also want to say thank you when you finally give us the release. Oh, Heavenly Father, tonight, we not only say thank you, Lord God, we praise your name. We praise what you've already done in the rally. We praise what you've already done in OCA. We praise and we thank you for Pastor Joe Arthur. The evangelist who's been here, who spoke with us, who had God all over him. Lord God, he's going through that thorn in the flesh, that rough time right now. Lord God, it seems like mom is getting ready to be taken home by you if she already hasn't. Oh, Heavenly Father, we thank you for being able to comfort us even during such a time as that. Oh, Heavenly Father, may we be faithful the way that you are faithful to us.